Wake up, buyer payer people. It's a beautiful day. Go grab yourself another cup of joe and say hello to Jim and Michelle Rhodes on the Buy Here, Pay Here morning show. Take it away, you two. Good morning, everybody. Hey, good morning. Hey, we need to like uh, get up a little bit closer to the um, the mics because we're in, we're in a new place and um, no it's a little bit echoey. Echo, echo, echo. So good morning, everyone. Yeah. It's Friday, right? It is Friday. Got to make sure I keep up with yeah. the days. Yeah, we've got uh, a fun guest today. Um, we we're still kind of waiting. Yeah. To see, um, she hadn't made it yeah. into the broadcast yet. So I didn't wear green. Emily oh. didn't wear green. And oh. also congrats to you. Yeah, congratulations, Emily. We know that's <laughs> public out there. And yeah. It's it's Facebook public yeah. now. So yeah. <laughs> so it's real. Yeah, that's right. Because it's not real. But yeah, congratulations. Yeah. That's big news. Um, so uh Friday, <laughs> it's a big day for us because we go get our um a moving truck and we've had stuff in storage here for a few years. Yeah. After we left. And so it's going to be like Christmas because we're going to bring everything here and I'm going to go, oh, I forgot we had that. Yeah. <laughs> so it'll be fun. We yeah. have stuff in storage units that are 2,000 miles apart. So now we got to figure out we still have a bunch of belongings mm, in uh, yeah. Florida. So just, yeah. you know, life well, of, a, we'll it of a gypsy. That's just life the way of a goes. gypsy. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so a couple of uh, announcements. Yeah. Um, we next Monday or on Monday, not next Monday, but Monday, we're going to be doing another one of our dealer profiles, dealer stories, so, dealer stories, so confidential dealer mm -hmm. stories. We yep. changed the names to protect the innocent. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, we'll go back to that yeah. on Monday. And then Wednesday, uh, I'm going to tell the full story. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. We'll tell the full story of um, uh, Grandpa Pablo and mm -hmm. how he ties into the white hat. Um, uh, uh, story. So, so cool. He's, he's long since yeah. passed, but he lived to be 94 years old and uh, was the epitome of the what? gentleman cowboy. So I look the white hat way. Yeah. Telling that story. And um, I have my double solo cup. It's got coffee in it. So <clears throat> mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, it's, it's not, it is Friday, Yeah, but it's not that Friday. Yeah. Um, we haven't yet. unpacked the coffee. Yeah. So it's the... like, well, it's too hot yeah. if it's just a single. So I doubled it up. Yeah. Um, and then also next Friday, a week from, the day. A week from today, Chuck, Chuck Bonanno, Bonanno, who is the new executive director of Florida Independent right. Dealers, Automobile exactly. Dealers Association. Looking forward to having him back in. Yes, we are so happy about that. And um, I see that Karen, Karen just, yeah. just Miss Karen just got here. Stand by, um, Karen. We'll bring so, you in shortly. So uh, what else do we have? Oh, um, the event is less than two weeks away. Mm -hmm. And um, so we do have a code for those of you who want to be able to attend. It's Morning Show 100, mm -hmm. and that's a hundred dollars off the the um, the ticket price to come do that all day long event. Now, just I know we've talked about it before. It is going to be a lot of really great information, jam packed with information. We know that a lot of you don't have time to be there all day. Yep. So part of that ticket is the recordings as well. So you can consume that at your own pace, whatever it is that you've missed, or if you want to review something that you um, you saw, uh, that you'll have that opportunity to do that. So all the experts are going to be there. I, I like we've got like twenty five <clears throat> plus people that are well known in the industry, and some that we're bringing in that are not well known in the industry, but are experts in um, business valuation right. and you know some of the things that that just the general 
uh, in the general business world, things that are, are looked at, and then we'll be drawing some parallels. Um, from that. Yeah. So. so they say, you know, you should surround yourself with people that uh, you know, <laughs> smarter than you are. And, and so yeah. I think, <laughs> so March 30th, we're definitely going to do that. We're going to bring in tons of smart mm. people and uh, get answers to some of the tough questions yeah. around uh, yeah. how to make our business more sustainable. And we've been like really, <clears throat> really um, grateful mm -hmm. and just like honored with the, um, with the yeses. Yeah. that have come like would you join us yes yep. would you join us yes would you yes. join us yes yep. so just that really really grateful it does feel super good it helps us to help dealers it does so, yeah and so that will be um you know we'll we'll uh it's you'll yeah, i'm not gonna start announcing anything for the next one but um yeah <laughs> it's like i gotta get past this one and then uh then we'll have some other things that'll be happening this year as well yep. so and i know a lot of you folks haven't registered we're going to be running you down text messages and emails we're going to make sure you get in there you're yeah. going to want to be there yep absolutely okay um anything else before no, we all right morning miss karen hi karen good morning <laughs> Lord, I can't we believe were, you're I, not wearing green. I, right? I just totally, I know. I'm sorry. You can pinch us. Yeah. Yeah. Virtual, uh, virtual pinch. I, um, yeah. So uh, it, this morning, because it's a new house, and um, <laughs> it's a new house, and, and we're finding the nuances that just took us a little time this morning. So we weren't thinking about St. Patty's Day. We so I am so sorry. Virtual pinchings may proceed. You're forgiven. My first, my first t-shirt choice was bright green and I was like, oh, this is good, but it had a big margarita glass on it. So I thought, well, maybe not. It's not bad. bad. I thought you were going to say margarita <laughs> stain on it. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're, uh, we're not in green, but um, yeah, it looks like you are and you're all ready for the day. Do adults pinch? We don't do that anymore. We just mock, right? Yeah. Yeah. We just mock. Uh, yeah. Not in today's <laughs> world. Probably not. <laughs> Right, true. <laughs> it's like no mocking. Um, we just, yeah. Well, we'll we just notice. Right. How about that? Um, it's like yeah. So welcome to the show, Karen. Your first uh, appearance with us. I feel uh -huh. like you're so another much. one of those that you know people should know. I find myself saying this about like Amanda and Hugo. Like if you don't know Amanda mm -hmm. and Hugo, like where have you been? Uh -huh. And, and same the same thing with you. I think when I think about um, especially social media, like you're very active and and uh, and out there and and you've been around the industry a good while, so folks should know you. So you want to take a minute to kind of run us through your yeah. career background? Sure, sure. I, you know, I was actually even surprised by this because I haven't done this exercise in a while of looking back in the years. Mm -hmm. So um, I started in the financial services in the early 90s. So all of the 90s was with um, it started with Chrysler First Financial. So back then wow. it was commercial credit, Avco, beneficial, definitely mm -hmm. dating myself with that. But that's how I entered the financial services space. And right. um, back then it was learning about collections, risk assessment, lending. So all of those things that I didn't know would be useful much later in life when I entered mm -hmm. the buy here, pay here side. So I've been in the buy here, pay here capital side for the last nine years, just talking to dealers all over the country. 
on where mm -hmm. they are, where they're looking to go and talking about their capital needs and, and staying yeah. with them. Um, you know, if they may not be at a point yet, but uh, trying to stay with them to help them grow and, and look for the future. And I've got to tell you, um, my head just nods. It just physically nods when I watch your show and I hear you talk about things like treating the customer well, um, not, a, you know, maybe it's not aggressive growth, keeping your ego in check. All of those things I have heard and unfortunately seen how things can go bad when those are out of whack. So I'm, I know I've told you both before, but I'm a huge fan. And for anybody out there, this is a great show, good advice, and you're, you're spot on. Uh, thank you. Thank, for that. you. We, thank uh, you. We've learned a few things and I always say, you know, I've kind of come to trust my experience in what we do. So, you know, it's, um, it's just part of it. You're like super echoey because you're not like in. You the, think in that's going to help if I get over yeah. here closer? We're, we we got down to one microphone. Oh, you got one microphone. <laughs> yeah, we're just having terrible echo problems. Did you, and uh, Michelle, you did see your squirrel on my video, right? I did I did I I, I was waiting for the appropriate time. Um, <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, uh, those of you who are not a part of the BHPH boardroom. Um, Karen has been the special guest for the, this, uh, Wisdom this Wednesday. Wisdom Wednesday. Is Wisdom. it for the entire month? We have yeah. a couple more. Yeah. Um, and so, so Karen's been doing the Wisdom Wednesday and the Wisdom Wednesday is, uh, I really love how you did it, Karen, because <laughs> you. you had the audio recording yeah. and yeah. sent it and has a cartoon character that is like, and then there's this, and then there's <laughs> this. <laughs> Fun. It really is. It makes it fun to to watch and to Thank listen you. to. And, and Karen sent me a message um, uh, day before yesterday and before you before it went live, right? Yeah. No, like three days ago, whatever. And um and said, hey, listen to it because I I mentioned you, and so I listened to it yesterday. And um yeah, so she <laughs> it was like be friendly. Kind of like Michelle Rhodes, squirrel. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, yeah, okay. funny. <laughs> it's not a possum. She is friendly, right? <laughs> Definitely. And so, and I would say in the industry right now, if I had to cast a vote, you would be my vote for Miss Buy Here, Pay Here congeniality. Yeah. So oh. that would be you, or yeah. Queen of Capital. Queen of Capital is good <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. We work an awful lot with Karen with some of the the people that we are bringing in. I'm going to have you move your mic in because this okay. is just driving me nuts. Um, uh, so yeah, well, hopefully next time on Monday that we'll be in an actual office instead of our massive kitchen. Yeah. Um, so uh, we we work we worked with Karen with with a few of the people that that we have um, been engaged to help get into the business because one of the <clears> things <throat> that Karen's um, company does is is like capital early. Um, they can help you with that um, in a lot of cases, and so yeah, and it's yeah. a changing environment. Obviously, Karen, we've seen obviously cost of cars jumped sharply in the last few years, and so that's obviously yeah. affecting you know capital demand and. We're also seeing a number of people entering the space who are brand new. Mm -hmm. And so that obviously is something I want to drill down to on the capital side, because when they're brand spanking new, there are some limitations. And, and you and I work through that with some dealers routinely. And so 
uh, we want to talk about that. And I, I can tell you, we meet dealers, for example, we meet dealers who don't, have never heard the name Ken Shilson. Right. And I say, well, why don't you- the Godfather. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me catch you up on what we've learned in the last 20 years. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's kind of like, there's a ton of stuff that if people are out there just kind of figuring it out on their own, I'm thinking, you know, there's a ton of resources and a ton of places to get good information about how to maybe mitigate some risk in this business. So I'm curious to know what you see out there when you're meeting these people that are brand new. Let's talk first about the people that are just brand new, barely got, you know, sold their first five cars or whatever. How do, what are the limitations that you see for them? Like, what do you feel like they need to learn and what would be a path to capital for those folks? Oh, wow. So let me think about a couple real life examples. So um, if for one thing, we could take somebody with a big, big uh, resource of capital and let's say they don't have that need, um, but they're going to need to, especially if they're, they're going to need to get with the right dealer management software. They're going to need to make sure they're compliant in what they're doing, um, especially in, in collecting and communications with customers, those things. It's really critical that you, that you don't mess up on some of those things. Um, mm -hmm. So I, you know, I've, I've talked to people that don't have a dealer management software yet. So that's mm -hmm. really, really beginning. And I'm not yeah. at a point where I, we can start helping with capital at that point, but I can certainly say, hey, look, please look into your state association. There's so much good resources there. Mm -hmm. um, you know, now we have the Jim and Michelle morning show. <laughs> so we there's just so many re much resources that I'd say, hey, um, let's let's take a look at now and then six months from now and then a year from now. Um, Jim, am yeah. I squirreling too much on that? Because I oh, know no, early, no. the early stages could be different for so many people. Um, yeah. and I'm mostly thinking about the people who are going to need capital help. Like how do I get to a place if I'm a brand new dealer mm -hmm. and I'm, you know, got a small amount of my own money and I funded okay. my first you know, handful of contracts, like what kind of, what do I need? Like, what's the checklist of things that I really need to do to get myself to a place where I can um, source some capital? So I might kind of throw a couple things out there because I know that um, Karen has worked in recent years for a company called SDA. They're based out of Georgia, right? And right. Um, that's Small Dealers Assistance is the name of the company. Is that right? Right. Correct. SDA. So, yeah. Yeah. So with, with SDA, I know that among the things that we've seen, and this is not just true of SDA, there are some other providers kind of in that segment, but I would just say that one of the things we've seen is that you're, when you're brand new, you're either going to source capital where, where the, the funding provider does the collections or the dealer does the collections. Like that's one of the big differentiators early. Right. Right. And so right. I know your company, you don't do any collecting. You, you only fund dealers who will do their own collecting. Right. And <clears throat> good point to that, because not only do I not do any collecting, there's no communication between myself and the buy here, pay here consumer. So in that way, it's really not a good fit for <clears throat> for somebody that hasn't already funded a good 
15, 20 loans, has some experience collecting. We can mm -hmm. see that it's working for them and maybe their past experience, this is a common one, could be that they owned a shop and then they had started buying cars wholesale and then they said, hey, I'm going to finance a few. And then now they're at a point and they're like, hey, this is kind of working out pretty well, but I mm -hmm. can see that it's really capital intensive. Um, mm -hmm. So getting a mm -hmm. comfort level with that person is a little easier when they have that experience in mm -hmm. already doing um, appropriate contracts, yeah. legal contracts and collecting them back. So that's yeah. where SDA comes in there and we can mm -hmm. graduate to different needs. Um, I think lenders with the ability to collect can probably get in there earlier because they have ultimately a whole lot more control and comfort level um, in they're talking to the customer. They know they have a, a live mm -hmm. customer. They, they know real quickly if things are, are not going to go well and to a capital provider, really, ultimately, it's, you know, how, how are things going when they're good, but how are things going when, let's say, sales drop off? Are you able to have the capital there to, uh, maybe you have an account to buy back? You know, are you, are you able to withstand the small bumps in the roads? Mm -hmm. I and know for... Yeah. What, one of the things, I mean, we know that everyone has their own business model. And so some people, um, some of the dealers that we've worked with would prefer to not collect. Yep. Um, and I know for what, what, uh, the underlying, um, principles that we teach is it's really important to have a good relationship with the customer. And so that's why we really encourage dealers to do their own collecting. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, we, we, uh, you know, obviously we'll help coach them through that, but that it's, it's, if, if you're wanting to be able to create a book of business that, um, is heavy on referrals and repeats and things like that, that, that collecting part yourself is really an important key piece to that. Unless you live in a metropolis where there are so many people that, uh, but we still don't even, even in a metropolis, it's just like, that's, I, I think that, um, I think that it's just a better way of create, create, relationships definitely the key there i just uh your microphone is muted can you hear me can you hear can me you okay hear i can hear you now i okay um relationship and referrals is just everything it's not just how you know, for a customer, it's not just how they handle things when things go well, but what if, what happens if a customer gets into a bump in the road? Well, our buy here, pay here customers can get into a bump in the road. And when you have that personal close relationship with the customer, or at least talking to them, can you hear me okay? I don't know if I lost you. There's a delay. Should I go get my tech guy? Are you there? Hold on one quick second. Yeah. Just one oh, quick yeah. second. Um, yeah. Stay there. Okay. You, okay. Stay there. Okay. You remove us from the stream mm -hmm. and come back in.
Now you can hear us. Okay. I don't know. Now I can hear you now. (laughs) We are hearing Karen fine. I missed everything you were saying though, because it sounds like it was, hi, Karen, you're running the show right now. Yes. (laughs) It's the Karen Burnett show. Wait a minute. That's like, (laughs) like Carol Burnett. Yeah. Really close. I do you sing and dance. I know I've been called Carol Burnett. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Very good. Um, I, so uh, uh, I, everyone else heard what it was that you were explaining about the um, collecting yourself part. Um, okay. So, yeah, yes. when a customer runs into a bump in the road, I mean, it's really similar to if I'm working with a dealership client for a while and and things go wrong. The, a good relationship is when you can work those things out when there's a bump in the road. And that's yeah. the that's the long-term success that I, that I like to see. And that's what, that's the beauty in the, in the bump in the road when a customer has it and you can really um, help that customer. That happy customer is usually, wow, they really helped me through it. And they're, they're allowed advocate for that dealership. Yeah. We call that uh, relationship equity, meaning, you know, you've got some level of relationship Mm -hmm. with the customer. And so now we're able to navigate those hiccups much more successfully. So Mm -hmm. kind of a tangent, I know it's been months ago, I did a poll on Facebook and you may have responded to it at the time, but I wonder what your perspective is. I could probably guess what, who would you say has a greater chance of success in collecting a buy here, pay here contract? Let's just pick a three-year note who would you say has a better chance of collecting that account all the way to maturity, a third party finance company or a dealer who lives in the community? Who would you guess would have a better chance of reaching the end? Well, I, I'm going to say a dealership that lives in the community. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think that also depends on whether or not they um, have, are using effective methods to, you know, to be able to collect, but I think. And legal methods. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, collect. not everybody should collect. I can, I, I can. Yeah, I can say that too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and that, that's, you know, you can have a dealer that maybe is not the best person to do collecting, but they can hire someone that is. And, but they got to be able to teach them the right principles principles, policies and all those kind of things. So, yeah, I think, yeah, you're right, Karen. I think obviously practices vary Mm -hmm. from operation to operation and they need Mm -hmm. to be compliant. I think one of the other things that we see is that dealers who are early stage and looking to source money, especially if you're looking to, um, provide some, get some sourcing on capital from somebody who's going to allow you to collect, Mm -hmm. then we need to make sure and take good care of your bank accounts. You need to make sure. And, you know, we don't want to see, we would be recommending dealers, make sure that you have ample funding, your own money to be able to manage your bank accounts and stay ahead of that, because that's among the things that would be, you know, looked at if, if somebody's going to, provide funding to you and allow you to collect, they need to know that you can manage your bank accounts. Right. 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 It's another thing that we would urge early stage dealers to just be really cognizant of and, and, you know, be, be hyper aware of that because it can come into play in, uh, in that funding stage. And I, I think a lot of uh, business self-employed kind of business owners um, kind of get confused between personal and business accounts. <laughs> and you really can't do that if you're being audited um, from a capital side or other things, but um, right. just really making sure that you're, you're keeping that clean and, um, and keep them paying attention to those accounts. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And for, ahead, I, I think our, 
I think our industry is pretty forgiving too. I think you can make a lot of mistakes along the road and still, you know, you stay on top of, of training and, and experience will get you there. So not, not all mistakes in buy here, pay here are fatal. Um, they can be costly. They but they're not can fatal. be costly, um, <laughs> but they can be corrected too. And, and yeah. finding somebody <laughs> that will work with you is a good place to start. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, one of the things when you say um, they can be corrected is, is part of the whole funding thing, um, especially when you're you know, getting outside capital, is to make sure that you allow yourself enough runway for a mistake. And, and um, you know, one of the things that, that we've talked about and we've, we've talked to other dealers about is just a really good rule of thumb. If you can, if you can double your charge-offs and yeah. still keep above water, then you're funding that you're, you're, you're in a pretty good place for how much you are leveraged if you can do that. Again, my, I am nodding and cheering you mm. on when I watch you because <laughs> this, you are a great on the nose resource and speak the truth. We try. We're certainly sharing what we have yeah. observed, you know, what we yeah. see out there in the, in the industry. And so we're always just trying to help mm -hmm. dealers, you know, get in a place where they can access the funding. One of the other things that's come up more recently, Karen, is that we, you know, when working with some of the capital providers and, and trying to introduce them to dealers and working through how do we get from A to B and B to C, you know, on the mm -hmm. money is we see that sometimes the, the funding providers are looking for a certain loan structure, maybe within a certain you know, profile of cost of car, um, contract size, whatever term of loan. But I'm thinking from my past conversations with you at SDA, SDA doesn't really determine a lot of that. They probably have maximum, do you have maximum loan amounts per contract or something like that? Like what would, would you have limitations on contract length, um, mileage on the car or any of those kind of things that we need to know about? No, um, Nothing to do with mileage on the car, um, age of the vehicle. They like to see 15 years or newer. That's really it. That's kind uh, of standard. Size trucks, 20 years or newer. But um, you said, what, what were you just saying? Now I'm getting. Um, oh, just like term of loan or any of the other parameters. Term of the loan. Okay. So the way SDA does it, because again, I cannot emphasize this enough. And I know you know it. What what works for one dealer in, in Kentucky is completely different than Hawaii. I've got a client in Hawaii and, and it's pretty cool because yeah, his clients can't, it's, you know, they're on an Island. He's going to find uh -huh. them. Um, he does uh -huh. quite well, but they, it just looks different in different places. And sorry, no. I've got a, uh, someone mowing my yard right now. So I hope they're, that's oh. not too much oh, noise coming nope. in. You're good. But you're good. Um, um, the way SDA does is, is, we'll just, we'll talk and we'll look at the portfolio, but as a lender, we'll, we'll probably set a max return in, in most products at either 30 or 36 months on how you repay us. Um, but right. your contract length can go beyond that. Gotcha. So there's yeah, best so practices to follow, but it really, there are successful dealers that don't really follow the, that have lower payments than what I, have always been grown up to say you should mm -hmm. have and they're they continue to be successful 
Right. Mm -hmm. So I just met with a dealer yesterday by phone and I can share with you that one of the things that happened is the dealer was kind of running through the, the their business model and the, you know how they were choosing to do it and they were funding the deals themselves and it had a handful of contracts, you know, but as they're describing their business model and, and their pricing model in particular, I said, well, you know, I'm happy to help you and, and work with you to source capital, but I have to know first, are you open to adjusting the business model? Because I'm not sure that the business model you've chosen now might work for you, but I'm not sure it's going to work for your lender. And so it's like, it's, I often say in working with clients and consulting, I'll say, you know, sometimes at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what you want to do, Mr. or Mrs. Dealer, or what I might want to do. It's what the funding source is willing to do is going to dictate a lot of what we, you know, choose to do in terms of funding our, our business and the business model that we choose. So that's kind of why I'm drilling down to, you know, loan structure and some of those particulars. But you guys don't have a lot of things that you stipulate that you require that the dealer do. They, you're allowing the dealer to be the dealer. Mm -hmm. and create the kind of contracts that work for them. And then you're just trying to support them with funding. And so there's just going to be a, a qualification process, of course, but you can get involved pretty early. Yeah. Yeah. I'd yeah. say a, a good early point would be 15 to 20 contracts that they've already funded. So that there, I can see there's experience in collecting. I can see um, the background. Um, I ultimately, I mean, this is obvious, but I'm not successful unless they're successful. So if if I'm not going to be a, a good fit for somebody, I will let them know, you know, this is going to take. This is going to take a little more of your capital here because I want mm -hmm. you to retain equity and. Um, you know, I like that. We might We might need to relook at at your growth projections if you know if i'm funding at a certain level um, i want you to be able to own some contracts yourself mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. sure good makes sense well we um we probably um i don't have any other questions we just talk all day <laughs> what do you want to talk about yeah. <laughs> is there any anything that you feel like we that you want to uh, express and and let dealers know out there well um you know i one of the things that I just it is really incredible. I'm going to plug SDA for a second is 33 years. That's pretty impressive yeah. for a buy here, pay here capital lender to stay with in the industry with the reputation and being able to help. There's a lot of success stories out there. So, mm -hmm. you know, I'd say ask the right questions to a lender and be be comfortable with who you work with and um, you know, what works for you now may be different six years from now or six months from now, but be able to have that open and honest communication of, <clears throat> well, what happens if this, and um, what have other, what have other dealers done? You know, so. I, I would say that capital providers are probably of any of the vendors in the space are the ones that you want to have the best relationship with yeah. <laughs> your, your capital yeah, and providers lawyer. and yeah. your clients. Lawyer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, just having a really good relationship with them, um, open communication that you can work with them because of any of the vendors in the space, your capital providers are, you're going to have a lot more interaction with them than with any, any of the other ones that you have you know, once you figure out how to do the stuff. 
So yeah. Yeah. With SDA and I'll talk about this next Wednesday, it's, it's good to establish that relationship that I have with a dealer, but then stay off the radar. (laughs) You don't want to be the problem child. Um, You know, do what you say you're going to do and, you know, just Mm -hmm. keep that contact and that communication going. Absolutely. Absolutely. Karen, thanks so much for joining us. Look forward to having uh, me so much. Big fan. And I'm looking forward to March or is it April? March 31st. March, March, March 31st, March 30th. It's March 30th. 30th. Yes. We, uh, we chose that day too, because it doesn't inter- interfere with, um, the college basketball stuff too. So the people that are doing that, it's not going to be like a day that there's any games going on. So, you know, yeah, I well, mean, keep us in mind. Like, have you guys done a bracket? <laughs> no. Oh. We don't watch TV and we're not really, you know, I think that, yeah, we're kind of more football. And fans, even when I watch a lot of football. basketball, I always do terrible with my brackets anyway. So oh, why yeah. bother? Yeah. So, yeah. Really so not maybe, a science maybe. to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My father is winning our bracket right now and, and he's 83. So yeah. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Well, very you're, nice. you're out in North Carolina. That's a yeah. hotbed of college yeah. basketball. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so again, um, Karen has been doing the Wisdom Wednesdays on the BHPH boardroom. So mm-hmm. if you're not a member of, of the BHPH boardroom, ask look, very nicely. Ask very nicely. A uh, Amanda Sanchez is the one that, that is uh, the lead. She's mm-hmm. the creator. Yeah. And um, there's really good information every Wednesday on yeah. In that, yeah, in that Facebook group. So if you haven't done it, BHBH Boardroom, and then Karen will be doing the Wisdom Wednesdays through the rest of the month. So a couple more left on that, and they're really, really fun. So, hey, Karen, thanks so much for joining us, and we look forward to the next time we get to see you at a conference. Thank you so much. Me too, and happy Friday. Happy Friday. If you want to stick around for just a second in the backstage, and once we're closed down, I'd like to chat with you for just a second. All right. Thanks. Okay. Mm, um, apologies for the technical. I know. And I think that when we, on Monday, we'll probably be in an office. So it won't be so echoey, but, uh, you know, it it's nice when you're in a, in a blank canvas, mm-hmm. everything behind is just like super light and blank canvassy. Um, okay. Anything else we need to no. know? I think that we got everything. All right, guys, it's Friday. It's also St. Patrick's Day. So if you don't have any green on, make sure you go get that taken mm-hmm. care of. And, uh, so, you know, we better go throw something on before we, like, head out because there might be some middle school student that sees us and gives us a good pinch. I don't know. Um, all right, guys. Have a great rest of your day. Enjoy your weekend. We will see you on Monday see where Monday. we'll be doing dealer profiles again. Thanks, we'll folks. chat with you guys later. Thanks. You.